County. And uh, God began to do some great things. And uh, then began to grow for our small town, a lot of growth, rapid growth. And somewhere along the way, I made it about butts and seats and not making disciples. And then God called Jeff from South Asia. We sat at McDonald's for a planned 45-minute meeting, turned into three and a half hours. I called, canceled all our meetings, and uh, just began to make a switch. And we're going to make a switch in this direction. And after I slid his tires and got mad at him, um, got over that, and God began to do some great things. Uh, saw our attendance drop in half. Um, but we saw more baptisms, more salvations, more disciples being made. And it's messy. It's been hard, but it's been great, and I, I love it. And uh, just to give you a quick story, because I'm here to share stories, I, Chuck Hull, he's probably the most recent story for me. Uh, Chuck from Shelby, North Carolina, right up the road, a little small town. And Chuck grew up, told me, he said, man, I never heard about Jesus. Grew up in the Bible Belt. He said, never heard about Jesus. My baseball coach invited me to uh, come to church one time. That's all he remembers. But Chuck became, as he grew up, became a crack dealer, crack addict, uh, ran a prostitute ring out of his basement. Uh, about a year and a half, two years ago, uh, got saved. God began to work in his life. Uh, came to our church because of still some attractional pieces. And uh, we began to say, hey, we want to train you to make disciples. And so Chuck, we sat down, trained him. He's continuing going through the training. He learns a lesson, and then he goes and he applies it. Uh, where he used to sell crack and have prostitutes in his basement, now he has a church. And uh, we call them C4 churches. There's a reason behind that. And uh, just uh, before the last session earlier, he called me. I was sitting there praying for him. He got emotional talking to Steve because he called me just excited about what God's doing, excited because he's inviting all of his past crack addict friends to his basement where they used to come and smoke crack and have sex. He said God put his, where he used to go to a crack house and um, they'd smoke crack and have sex. He said, I went, by, God put him on heart to go by his house. He said, I don't know why. Went by there, started driving up and I saw him cutting his grass and I saw he had a car. He said, so I knew something was different. Crack Crack users don't have cars and cut their grass. <laughs> he said, so I knew something was up. And he said, I but we spoke a moment. I spoke to him about Jesus. He said, I share my story with everybody. Matter of fact, he asked, asked me. We, we preached a message on the Great Commission. The next day, he said to me, he said, man, he said, I understand about the Great Commission. He said, but why do you have to preach on that and tell people to go share their story? He said, because... When I accepted Christ in my life, he said, I just knew that's what I was supposed to go and do. And that's refreshing for me. And so he invited his former crack house guy to come the first night they started their C4 church, C4 group, reproducing discipleship group. Man, he got a knock at the door, and this guy was at the door, and he was excited. His former crack house guy was there. Um, we were going through the training with him, and we do seven stories of hope for, see for seekers. Uh, seven Commands of Christ uh, for Cedars and for Feeders, uh, seven stories of the church. And so he, he sort of is going to be reaching seekers. And so he said, where do I start? Which lesson do we start with? And I said, well, man, you can start with any one of these seven stories of hope. I said, the first one's the prostitute. He said, that's it. That's it. He said, going to have some prostitutes there. Going to have some former <laughs> prostitutes there. And I tell you, that is so far from me. Redneck from Rutherford County. I don't, I don't connect with that. But man, it's just awesome to see what God is doing in his life. He called me emotional because he's, he's reaching a guy 
He drives every day, every Sunday, picks this guy up, drives every night to their C4 church, brings him to his house. Uh, it's an interracial couple. They're not married. They've had a baby. The way they got connected somehow a few months ago was they knew his wife, and they called him and said, we're getting ready to be arrested and put in jail, and we have an infant. And said, we, want, we need you to come get it, or they're going to take it into custody. This guy has 10 people living in his basement. Man, he, he, he works. He doesn't have to work, but he works and cuts trees just to keep these people jobs, and they live in his basement, and he's launched this church in his basement, and just some great things going on. And I want to tell you, this it gets me up in the morning mm. to just be around these, these chucks. And mm. the maintenance of the machine of that, man, drains me. But I tell mm. you, that energizes me. Mm. So, mm. that's wow. my story. That's great. Oh, yeah. <laughs>